0: Now the news. I'm Do Yu. Two separate explosions have caused hundreds of casualties near a cemetery in the Iranian city of Kerman. More than 70 people have been confirmed dead, but the number could rise further as nearly 200 others have been injured. The incident happened amid a ceremony marking the fourth anniversary of the death of Iran's top commander Qasem Soleimani. Soleimani was seen as the most powerful figure in Iran after the Supreme Leader Ayatollah Ali Khamenei. In 2020, he was killed in a U.S. drone attack near Baghdad International Airport. Japanese authorities say the Coast Guard aircraft did not receive permission to enter the runway when the fatal collision with a passenger plane happened at Tokyo's Haneda Airport on Tuesday. The incident killed five Coast Guard crew members, while all 379 passengers on the Japan Airlines jet survived. Over 300 flights have been canceled as a result. China has extended condolences to the victims of the accident and sympathy to the injured. Chinese Premier Li Chiang has sent condolences to Japan's Prime Minister Fumio Kishida over a recent earthquake in the Ishikawa prefecture. Li said China's willing to provide necessary assistance to help with relief efforts. A magnitude 7.6 earthquake struck Japan on New Year's Day, killing over 60 people. It's also triggered tsunami waves and a major fire, leaving many areas without power and water supply. Hamas says Israel has killed its deputy leader Saleh Awaruri in a drone strike in Lebanon's capital Beirut. The 57-year-old is the first senior Hamas political leader killed since Israel began its attacks on Gaza almost three months ago. In response, Hamas has announced a freeze on ceasefire and hostage negotiations with Israel, and Lebanese group Hezbollah is vowing retaliation. Meantime, Hamas chief Ismail Haniyeh has thanked South Africa for launching a case at the United Nations top court, accusing Israel of genocide against Palestinians in Gaza. Trent Marie reports from Tel Aviv.
1: When South Africa first filed these court papers on Friday that there was a strong reaction from the foreign ministry here, they put out a statement saying that South Africa's claim has no factual or judicial basis and is a despicable and cheap exploitation of the court. They went on to say that we call on the ICJ and the international community to reject the baseless claims of South Africa out of hand. Now, Vincent Magwenya is the spokesperson for the South African president, Cyril Ramaphosa. I have spoken to him. He said he didn't have a full response on behalf of the South African president other than to say, and I will quote, we look forward to the commencement of the court process.
0: Sudan's paramilitary rampant support Force says it's open to an immediate, unconditional ceasefire through talks with the Sudanese army. This comes since the RSF signed a declaration in Ababa with the coordination of the civilian democratic forces known as the Takadum Civilian Coalition. The coalition has invited the Sudanese army to do the same. The Ababa declaration is expected to serve as the basis for further negotiations and a political settlement. Sudan has been mired in clashes between the RSF and the Sudanese armed forces since April last year. Over 12,000 people have been killed in the fighting. China is poised to overtake Japan to become the world's leading automobile exporter. Preliminary data from the China Association of Automobile Manufacturers indicates a remarkable 58% year-on-year increase in Chinese car exports. This equates to around 4.4 million units shipped in the first 11 months in 2023, while Japan's export volume reached nearly 4 million vehicles for the same period. Meantime, the country's NEVs have been among the top 10 sales performers in Thailand for 11 consecutive months, and some Chinese products also managed to become best sellers in fiercely competitive European markets. Air quality in the Chinese capital has remained above national standards for three consecutive years. The Municipal Ecology and Environment Bureau says PM2.5 concentration in Beijing averaged 32 micrograms per cubic meter in 2023. The annual average concentration of main pollutants, including nitrogen dioxide and sulfur dioxide, was down by up to 88% compared with 10 years ago. And that's the news. I'm Do Yu.